For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Right, and so many, so many Americans are losing their lives every single day because of the fentanyl that is coming across the border from Mexico. Uh, and uh, law enforcement has seized enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in America. And so this is extraordinarily dangerous. They're doing nothing about it. And I'll add to this, because this is also an all-time record, uh, under the Trump administration, uh, for four years, uh, there were about uh, 11 people on the terrorist watch list uh, who were apprehended coming across the border. Under the Biden administration, I think that number is now over 80 uh, in just uh, uh, less than two years. Uh, and those, those are the people who are caught. The, 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 the people on the terrorist watch list, they pay more to the cartels to evade detection. And so what we do not know is the number of terrorists who have made it across the border who are infiltrating the United States of America. My point is this, what the President of the United States is doing, he has abandoned his responsibility for national security to keep our country safe against terrorists as well as uh, to keep our country safe from deadly drugs like fentanyl. We've already had an outbreak of fentanyl deaths. It could be catastrophic here in the coming months. The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! What's up, babies? This is the Wolfman Jack. Ooh, we want to go back to that. We want to go back to that time. Did <coughs> it? I didn't know it was hat day. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. We are live. That's the pop hat. The pop hat. We, yeah, Jason. If no tie, you got to get a pop hat. You. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I got a Trump a- hat. I got a Trump hat. Can I use that for today? Yeah. Like, how she even has one? How did I not get the memo? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. My name is Wayne Dupree. Let me introduce to you the Godfather of conservative radio, Mr. Hutch Bailey. Junior. Hello, I'm Hutch Bailey Jr. Glad to see you. And the rookie, <laughs> the rookie, Mr. Jason Robinson, Mr. JR. Mr. JR, you were. Uh, uh. Hey, top of the Wednesday, everybody. How's everyone doing? If you're not sharing the show, 
We want you to share the show. We want you to take time out right now in the next minute. Well, for the next minute or so, I want you to share the show. Share it on your Twitter. Share it on your Facebook. Share it on your Rumble. If you're on Rumble, hit the Rumble for us, okay? For some reason, I know y'all are watching. I know you are because I see. Hit the Rumble for us. Jason, why is this important? So... Uh, for those who don't know, all the things you've ever heard about Big Trek, censoring conservatives and shadow banning are true. They suppress our content. They don't push it into the algorithms. But we in the Wayne Dupree Army can beat the algorithms. Like, comment, share pushes it to the feed of more people, folks that, that have similar interests as you, all that sort of thing. So we need the help of everybody watching the show. Like, comment, share. It's free. takes 30 seconds. And uh, it helps get the reach out on the show and help us get the word out. And we really appreciate it and you guys taking your time to watch the show. Hutch, we've been doing this for 10 years, going on 11 years days. now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> share, sharing is caring, right? Yeah, it is. Definitely. And not only that, but, you know, on, on various platforms, they have thumbs up. They have five-star ratings, things like that. Leave a comment if you like the show. That's right. That's right. Before before we even get to the show, we want to take just a couple seconds to uh, share something from Mr. Mike Lindell. Well, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to bring you my biggest bedding sale ever, just in time for Christmas. Get my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. A set of pillowcases, only $9.98. Rejuvenate your bed with a MyPillow mattress topper for as low as $99.99. We also have blankets in a variety of sizes, colors, and styles. We even have blankets for your pets. Get duvets, quilts, down comforters, body pillows, bolster pillows, and so much more. All at the biggest discounts ever. I know my bedding products are perfect for you, and I'm extending my money-back guarantee for Christmas until March 1st, 2023, making them the perfect gifts for your friends, your family, and everyone you know. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen, use your promo code, and you'll get huge discounts on all my pillow bedding products, including my Giza Dream bed sheets for as low as $29.98. Get all your shopping done now while quantities last. <laughs> I'm a bad man. You know, I was just, I was talking, I was talking to my daughter earlier today I mean, because uh, she's doing so well in uh, nursing school. She's really doing big time. Um, it's a hard school too. It is hard. And uh, she's on the Dean's list and stuff. And uh, Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. She, yeah. She's on the Dean list and, you know, go, and I'm not going to get emotional because we're going to get ready to get into the news. But when I was growing up, the teacher's, I don't know if y'all ever heard this crap before. And I say it's crap because that's how I took it. But the teachers always told my parents, you know, Wayne, Wayne is smart enough to be in the top tier class. That's what they always told me. Wayne is only apply himself. Damn! Right. <laughs> that's it. That's I hated that. Oh man. I was like, You ain't the only one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if you apply if if he applies himself, he should be in the top class. Ugh. So basically, I went into the middle class. I went to the class where all the, uh, not the slow class, I went to the middle class. And um, I was telling my daughter that to uh, uh, 
I went to take the Air Force test. And um, it was one day out of class. You know, we got the rest of the afternoon off. So I went in there, A, B, A, B, A, B, A, B, D, B, A, B, D, B, C, and just <laughs> went up and down. <laughs> I didn't even think twice about it. So when I graduated and I'm working at Meatland, I hope nobody laughs at, at my supermarket. Called Meatland. There was, Meatland. There was a supermarket. Was that your stage Meatland. name, or it was, was a that? supermarket called Meatland? Um, here I am, man. I thought, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I thought I was bad. You hear me? I was, man. I was putting, I was going in the back, getting all the boxes, putting stuff up on the shelf, man. Record time, throwing it behind my back, doing freaking shows and everything. <laughs> pop, 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 pop. And one day I look down the road while I'm doing a little show. I see this old man. With one little box in front of <laughs> in front of the thing, taking out my putting it in. I swear he was there for an hour. But he was <laughs> I looked down, I was like, man, I don't want to be old. I don't want to grow in this place old and putting stuff up on the shelf. <laughs> I I called the Air Force recruiter. He said, uh, yeah, well, looking at your test scores, you're going have to take t- I said yeah I got it. I got it. I got it. I told my daughter this morning I went in I took that test I saw stuff I had never even saw before stuff that that you would probably see in a high tier class I saw it but I took my time and I, I was just logical with it uh, and I the scores that came back he was like in my entire life of recruiting I've never seen somebody that had such low scores get such high scores <laughs> never seen that turnaround. I said, well, this time I mean it. It's, it's uh, for my life. And the reason why I'm saying this is because I miss out on a whole lot of stuff because I'm not in the clicks and, and, I, and I'm not in no. So when these commercials come out with these promo codes and stuff, I don't know who's doing them. I don't know who, or how, what, but God gave me the ability for 12, 13 years to work in graphics. I can do it. I, 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 I'll change around something in a heartbeat and make it mine real quick and boom, there it is. So that's just uh, mypillow.com forward slash Wayne. Uh, he has some great sales over there. Uh, make sure we always, like last year and this year, I'm telling you, go over there, at least find five things, five things. I mean, they ship it to you quick. This is not three and four. And if you and listen not, to none him, of that stuff can break either. Right. <laughs> if you listen to him, he's giving you up what until March yeah. to send it back. If it, I mean, oh yeah, who does that? Slippers are back in stock. Man, those slippers don't. Lux loves them slippers. I never had any like it, man. Slippers always used to make my feet sweat. Right. So I yeah. wouldn't wear them. Yeah, yeah. But these aren't like that. I wear these every single day. Yeah. Yeah, man. These are my uh, house shoes. I still got to say the towels. Take my <laughs> advice. Do yourself a favor. Get the towels. Six pack, like $29 or $39. You'll thank yeah. us for it. Um, Let's get to let's get to a little uh, let's get to a little going. We, we talk a lot on the show about mentally ill about what happened. They closed down the institutions. Mm-hmm. A, a lot of these, you know, I'm I'm being funny. A lot of these mentally ill people 
they they were allowed to have sex with women and or sex with men and they created rosemary babies type of <laughs> things and whatnot and the rosemary babies have grown to have their kids and now their kids are in school today and and really screwing up stuff but new york is coming up with this thing i don't know i don't know what to think about it man they i do i, I gotta say this i gotta say this because we've been talking about this for 10 years yeah. or longer yeah. Since Ronald Reagan, we've been talking about it. somebody got to do something about this. I got to be behind Eric Adams or Mayor Adams yeah. on this. I got to be behind. I mean, now I think that there should be there should be a a body that could adjudicate cases. Mm-hmm. Like if you get hung up in this and you're not crazy, mm-hmm. there should be somebody to go to that you could appeal. But other than that, lock them up. You know, it's interesting. We try to be a compassionate society and mm-hmm. we try to, you know, have several liberties and all that stuff. But sometimes we just go way too far. And I mean, if you look at these big cities and the number of people with just severe mental illness that are just roaming the streets and that's where the crime and city decay comes from. It's terrible. And, and do me a favor. Leftists who live in the country or anybody who lives in the, if you're not if you've never seen these people. Mm-hmm. If you've never walked by them, then don't weigh in on this. <laughs> right, 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 right. You're because right. these people got to go, man. It, this is this is destroying urban life. Yeah, I remember, but when I was a cigarette smoker, mm-hmm. I couldn't smoke a cigarette in Oakland or downtown because every five right. steps, hey man, can I get one of them? Give right. me one of them. No, you know they got to be for their own good too. They live in in. In filth, I mean, I I know Baltimore has them. I don't I don't know where you live, yeah. Jason. If you're close enough to Minneapolis or something, but we got homeless camps. In oh man, you drive through Minneapolis, the city parks look like a campground. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, it's people's houses, and and how we let people in America live like that is just beyond ridiculous. L.A. Man, we we were talking about this before, Wayne. San Francisco, yeah. San Francisco yeah. and L.A. and Oakland. You look at these cities in the where it's warm all the time, and they've actually got like they used to have in the Depression. They got like like houses made out of pallets and stuff. I mean, mm-hmm. they got like two story houses. Yep. You know, it's, it's well, you bizarre. know what? I saw I saw a documentary on the homeless in Los Angeles. Yeah, and. Yes, there are tent cities, but there are cordon off uh, areas behind fences where people don't have homes, but they have vehicles and they sleep in their vehicles. Oh, Jesus. And they, they, it's almost like, it's like a trailer home for cars. (laughs) Oh my God. This one woman, She's a reception. She was a receptionist, or she worked in the office or whatnot. She lost her home. She's sleeping in a van in this cordoned off place with, and you know, she puts stuff up on the windows at night. And, you know, she gets out of the van. She has her skirt on. She's whatnot. And she goes into school. I'm like, ah. that's crazy. I'm Sacramento. See, I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Sacramento is where it's at. 
Y'all, it, it, it's like, wait a minute. You have a job, though. You have a job. Now, understand, look, hey, ladies and gentlemen, we all hit hard times. We hit hard times here at WayneDupree.com. That's why we need your help at GiftsAndGo.com. GiftsAndGo.com. Because y'all don't want to see me out on the street, and y'all damn sure don't want to see Hutch and JR out on the street with their families. Uh, (laughs) It could happen. Don't say it can't. It could happen. Oh, yeah, it could. You never know, especially in this day. With 85,000 IRS tax agents coming down the pipe, you never oh. know. And a railroad strike coming on December 9th. Let me tell you about that. Real, well, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. The, oh, man, you brought that railroad strike. Wayne's going railroad know, strike. I don't know. Uh, like, again, yeah, I agree with you about the mentally ill. Yes. But somebody's. <laughs> Be careful when the government starts doing stuff because right. you might see right. some conservatives being picked up in there and they aren't mentally ill. And, you know, you see them locked away. I, yeah, he, no, no, he's out in front of the home. He's eating paste. He's eating he paste. Said, <laughs> he says it's his home, but I don't think it's his home. Come and get him. Come and get him now. I'm not crazy. He said you the know. election was stolen. Get the handcuffs. No, they are mentally ill. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. But, you know, like I said, if you. If you have a body that can adjudicate it, right? You know, maybe even a non-government body against their will, man. That's well. I mean, that's what we've did that for centuries. I think the problem is is that it's a pendulum, right? And sometimes it swings too far where they're being over aggressive, locking people up, or institutionalizing folks. But we've gone so far the other way with pendulum that I I mean, I remember a few years ago, my wife and I (laughs) were on a family trip down in down in uh, uh, San Francisco, and we walked through the Tenderloin. And if you've never been in the Tenderloin in San Francisco, like, buckle up. It's scary. And, I mean, it's like you should be in an institution. You should be in an institution. You should be in an institution. But look at the rest of the people that live in San Francisco. I mean, they're getting, they're suffering. Right. You know, I mean, in New York, too. Here, too. I mean, not as bad here, but it's still here. I mean, and it's, it's, it's compassionate if it's done right. Now, I agree with Wayne. I don't right. trust the government. You know what I mean? That's why I think that there should be some third parties involved uh, in, in actually doing it. But I think we need to get these people off the street. Yeah. I, I, I Again, I totally agree with that. I mean, listen, if they can get those bums, well, I don't know if you want to call them bums, if they can get those people off the street when the Olympics come. Right. Right. All right. Okay. Or so, the DNC or something think about, like that. Exactly. They can clear those streets when there's a committee. You know what? And that sucks too. That sucks because if, and I don't think big government is the way to fix stuff. However, if government is sticking their foot in there and doing something, if they can tell the city, y'all got to clean the streets off because when we come in, you know, we don't want to see stuff. Then why aren't y'all taking care of it then? Why aren't y'all taking care of it? Y'all don't want to see it because y'all are the elite. Y'all are snobby i don't want to see the people on the street even though we put them there or our policies put them there we don't want to see them because we don't want to be reminded of what we've done so please get them off the street and um we will charge you uh maybe forty five thousand dollars for each one that we see on going forth is is that okay bumpkin you know it's like oh man i go down to baltimore and i see those I used to work down 
I love working downtown. I do. I, I mean, it's like booming. You know, it's like I used to like working down, working downtown. I like working from home and now, but it's dangerous. You see those people. You know it's cold. You know it's getting cold, and those people are down there uh, sleeping next to like banks, <laughs> right? You know what I'm and saying? Doorways, <laughs> like uh, uh, McDonald's. Like hey, this, I, um, <laughs> I see the guy that they had this big doorway, this this building, and they used to all go in there and sleep. So they brought brought a contractor in there and put like concrete points. <laughs> I was like, damn, that's effective. That works. Okay, right. look. Ken says, I'm howdy, everyone. If they're look if they're locking up the mentally unstable, who will be running the city? Good point. There you go. Yeah. Let's see. Um Digna says, do they have the infrastructure to do this? Will they end no. up like the 19th century? Mental institutions. There, there's a lot to consider. Well, that's well, there, there was 20th century mental institutions uh, yeah. before Ronald Reagan closed them. Yeah, Just and to throw some truth well, out there. Ronald Reagan did right. close them. He did. He did close them. Here's some Eric Adams. The street talking to themselves. Don't have shoes on. Uh, shadow boxing. Uh, unkept. <laughs> and we are walking by them. We're pretending as though we don't see them. Mayor Better Eric Adams today sending out a new directive explaining that first responders who encounter someone who might be at risk should transport the individual to the closest appropriate hospital and remain with the patient until they have been registered by the hospital as a patient. How many people are you anticipating? We don't know the count. Uh, we know there are far too many. New training for outreach teams started today. The deputy mayor in charge said skilled counselors can convince reluctant people What's to get... Statue? Uh, he's standing. He's standing. Um, he's standing on that thing that has heat. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you should have had, a, had, a, had that Jewish guy in the, in the shoot. <laughs> don't don't tell Kanye. So I was um, gonna say we went Kanye already. Oh man, did I go wrong on that one? I was oh. told that was Milo. Yeah, Milo set him up, not Kanye. Uh, right. Milo set Kanye up. He yeah. set them all up. Yeah, yeah. I seen somebody drug some of his parlor tweets out, like from 2020, and it's like he he like told him he was going to do something like that, right? Mm -hmm. So he's going to burn the Republican Party to the ground. Mm -hmm. Freaking Milo, what a weird son of a bitch. Yeah, that's probably why he turned um, straight. <laughs> yeah, right. Found God. Yeah, straight. Yeah. What a guy. Found God. I wonder if Jesus told him to do this. Okay, um, so you know he, he's talking about uh, the people shadow boxing and talking to him. So I, I remember growing up and watching this guy walking up and down the street. I used to, you know, how your parents said, "Don't stare at him, don't stare at him," but I couldn't help it. <laughs> Jesus is coming back. <laughs> Get saved. Jesus is coming back. Oh. We used to have this apartment building for, right. for like for like retards or whatever, and. and <laughs> You, you walk by this place, right? And you hear some lady in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, just walking down the street, right? No, no, no reason. No, oh, yeah. like, damn, stay inside. You know? And then there was Shaky Frank. Shaky Frank used to sell papers, right? Shaky Frank, you'd be like, hey, ape, 
Pay ape. <laughs> Pay ape. <laughs> Can he be shaking and take your money? <laughs> oh. oh my god! We've officially lost control. <laughs> you know what, dude? I, I gotta announce every now and then I'm not politically correct. That's why, that's why I do that. That's why I do that. But I'm not playing by their rules. I got my own rules. I remember. I remember. And don't um, apologize ever. I didn't. Yeah. You right. know they. Um, but when they work, they work. Yeah. Oh yeah. When they work, oh, you they get work. them on task. You get them on task. Because because I know they can't do I, a whole lot of things at one time. I thought my mom is um, sold me into slavery one time. Uh, I'm <laughs> not lying. The, she, you worked on more than the meat man. <laughs> no, I worked. I worked in the field. Um, yeah. She woke me up at three or four o'clock in the morning. She's like, "You you going with Mister Eddie this morning?" Huh? Okay. She fixed me a lunch. Mr. Eddie came by in his little white van. Didn't didn't have no no um no windows. I get in, I get in the van. Had a little duct tape. Had a ball gag. <laughs> it's I mean, and you know, it's already dark outside. Closed the van doors. I knew it was people in there because I saw the butt of the cigarettes lit up. <laughs> I like to, I know there's somebody in here, but I can't see them. You know. Man, we drove for about maybe an hour and a half. Man, when he opened up the van doors, man, we feel for like 10 miles that way and feel for like 10 miles that way in one tree. I was one like, tree. <laughs> What's going on? I was like, my mind is so into slavery. Those, those people. <laughs> <laughs> those be and I saw baskets. baskets. I was gonna say that you gotta get that basket. You gotta get right. the basket. And um those people have been picked up from out the street. Those people have been picked and they knew what they were doing. They go pick get basket, go start picking cucumbers or or um uh uh, uh tomatoes or whatnot. Tomato uh, that's the way that I knew that they were from the street because uh they didn't have anything to eat, so sometimes they would just <laughs> eat the tomatoes off the off the vine. And, you know that's nasty because oh, it still got that fertilizer stuff on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like y'all, yeah. So I, I'll wait till some of them got farther up because I didn't have no gloves. They all had gloves. I'm, I'm here. They are. Cool, 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 cool. I'm like, oh, ouch, <laughs> like that. I said, okay, I got it. I went in there. Went over there and got their basket, put it in mine. <laughs> your basket, put it in mine. About half, about uh, maybe an hour doing that. Guys, hey, Dupree, come here. Hmm? What's wrong? I've been watching. <laughs> don't do that no more. These people, they don't have no houses. They ain't got no, they ain't got no, nothing like that. They will kill you out here. <laughs> for messing with like your money <laughs> they will kill you out here scare me to half to hell i didn't mess with nobody else's basket after that man but you know, i mean you know what that reminds me of you remember on on the first first or second season of narcos mm. when they took all the people out to the marijuana fields <laughs> to pick all the marijuana, they like kidnapped them and took them all out there. <laughs> yeah, put bags yep. over their heads and stuff. Yep. I remember so, that. I was like, that blew my mind watching that because <laughs> you know, there's so much out there that they had to do something like that. I mean, that's a yeah. massive, 
agricultural feat to bring right. that stuff to market, yeah. man. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, I don't know how I feel about it yet because I need to see it work. I think it's needed, but I'm afraid that if, you know, you know, we've seen what democratic mayors and governors have done to um, lockdowns. So, and it can't really, a mayor can't really do it. It has to be a governor. You know, right. the, the hospital system, the mental hospital system, and the infrastructure is still there. Right. It needs to be fixed, but it's still there. At least in Pennsylvania, it's still here. Mm-hmm. Um, we have state hospitals. They're just empty. Right. And, and they're massive campuses. I mean, they're as big as a city. They're, they're, they're self-contained. They got their own farms. They got their own fuel. They got everything. Their own water purification, sewage. Uh, but they have to be fixed at the state level. The city doesn't have the resources to do it. And I think the first step is to fix that. Don't don't say you're going to start picking people up and putting them in normal hospitals because that's not what they need. They, need a, fen- they need a fence around them. Well, when they're putting them in hotels, like that's just that, that's not right. helping them solve their problems and get better, you know. But I know we have several state hospitals here in Pennsylvania that are abandoned, you know, and I don't know, like, what they've done as far as making sure that they stay uh, you know, operational. I, I don't know what it would take to, to rehab them, but I think that's the first step. And you get everybody involved, not just a Democrat mayor. You got to get everybody involved yeah. and, and have an oversight group and everything like that. I mean, it's uh, because once you get locked in one of those places and they start shooting you with Thorazine and stuff, you know, it's like you're, you're not really going to be able to testify on behalf of yourself. Right. You know, um, your, your guy, Kirby, Kirby is making a name for himself again. Uh, uh, the, the the former admiral. Yeah, the form, the former admiral. Um, you know, I don't know. How he, I don't know. How he sleeps at night. I, don't I really know. know. I really don't know. How he sleeps at night. Let's talk about the Defense Department's annual report because it is uh, saying that Biden's fumbled withdrawal from Afghanistan was a propaganda gift to China. Do you agree with that? No, I do not. Uh, And I don't know that uh, that's the Pentagon's assessment that it was a propaganda gift uh, to to China. If anything, uh, nations like China and Russia took a look at what we did in Afghanistan. And we've talked about this many, many times over the last year uh, and and had to marvel uh, at the speed, the efficiency and effectiveness uh, that a very small number, a very small number of troops. Brian, you listen to me now. Hear me out. A small number of troops were able to move that many Afghans safely out of that country. Uh, No other nation in the world can do that. Man, you've lost it. You, I can't believe you did. He's that. a traitor. I hate that guy. How can he say that with a straight face? Exactly. He's yeah, been I mean, he's been lying for the government since Obama. Yeah, that guy yeah. used to show up in uniform and lie. I can't believe they let him in uniform. He's like Millie. Marvel, marvel it. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh talk about um, getting Afghanistan to leave. Oh, screw the Afghanistan. Know. What about the Americans we left over there? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. He's, and he he didn't say nothing about that. He no. said, but then you're talking about the Afghans that you helped to leave. You mean the men that pushed the women and children out of the way to jump on a plane? Those? Right. Wow, man. You, I mean, you you see things. The way you withdrew is the issue, uh, uh, Admiral. The way we are, are, are uh, 
military moved in and out is a separate issue. Your Defense Department claimed as part of its annual report to Congress on national security developments that suggests that China capitalized on the withdrawal to convince world leaders the U.S. is not a reliable ally. It's not Brian Kilmeade talking. It's your Defense Department. The PRC employed multiple diplomatic tools in an attempt to erode U.S. and partner yeah. influence, and it highlights the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. The the death of 13 and the, how many people we got out, that's one issue. But the way we did it, the way we promised that government would stand up, the way we we're going to leave in, yeah. and have a transition, Brian. the disaster Brian. that took place is one of the many problems, along <laughs> with the soldiers that are suffering now by the way you ended that 20-year war, not you, but the, uh, the administration, is that China is using it, and you could argue that Russia invaded Ukraine because of it. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and and you know what? I don't have a problem with Brian not allowing him to talk and continuing to get hit, to continue to get that point across. And I tell you why. Because that's what the liberal left does to conservative voices when they bring them on to ask some questions. It's, um, you know, I, I think of them like uh, turkey shoots when, um, when CNN and MSNBC bring on conservative voices and there's one conservative voice, but it's like three liberal voices, and it's like, cut, 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 cut. And, you know, I'm so, I don't have a problem with him finishing this point. And then they, when they do let the conservative talk, it'd be like, well, we have to have. And, 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 <laughs> you know, <laughs> they did that to me. They did that to me, didn't they? Yes, yeah. They, they, oh my God, Hutch is on fire today. I love when Hutch is on fire. <laughs> yeah, they did that to me. Um, MSNBC, as a matter of fact, did that to me. Said uh, we're having issues with his. Um, we're having issues with his. Uh, Your microphone. His microphone is, is getting all like you can't hear him and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um. So uh, with. But that's it. You know, what are you what are you looking at right now, Hutch? What, um, you, what have you been um, checking out? I, I was looking at the the RNC and, and the different uh, things going on there, and uh, I, I actually was pretty let down because the RNC was seeking a or seeking a lawyer that I thought I liked. Uh, Harmeet Dillon. I don't know if you've seen her before, but yeah, she's uh, she's out there and going to uh, uh, go to Georgia to start, uh, you know, concentrating on the on the runoff there. But she's taking Henry Barber with her. And just to remind everybody who Henry Barber is, it's Haley Barber's nephew. Haley Barber was boss hog of Mississippi. He was the governor of Mississippi, and and he. was for he was for against MAGA candidates before there was MAGA, back when there was a Tea Party movement. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He intervened in a uh, election down there, a primary election with Mississippi. Chris McDaniel's. Yeah, I remember. Do you that. remember Chris McDaniel? Yep. And they wanted Thad Corcoran, that old uh, Thad Corcoran, who was like had no mind left. Nope. They wanted him to be reelected. So what they did. What the barbers did is they went in to oh. Mississippi and Georgia and they created a racist smear yeah. against McDaniel, who was our guy, who was a Tea Party guy. Yeah. That's who they're sending to Georgia. The RNC is never going to change, folks. 
run away from it as fast as you can. It's it's a it's a fraudulent organization that all they want to do is keep the corporate money flowing. That's it. Yeah, I remember that. I um I went with the tea party down there and spoke on behalf of Chris McDaniel. We had him, we had him on the show a few times. Um uh, and uh we honestly we were didn't they go to a runoff? We yeah, um, it was close. I mean, yeah. these freaking people, these fake Republicans that are down there, they went first of all Democrats are allowed to vote in primaries, in Republican right. primaries. Right. So they went to all the black neighborhoods and right. put all these racist freaking flyers, flyers yep. under people's windshield wipers. Yep. Sure Republicans did. did this. Sure did. Yep. McCain, McCain was part of it too. Yeah. McCain this is Mitch McConnell, too. Mitch McConnell's buddy. Matter of fact, they call him Mitch McConnell's hitman. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember when I was leaving to come back home and um, they were propping up uh, a, a place where McCain could talk. McCain was coming in on that day, and he was going to speak at the airport. So they were um, propping up a space. I was like, oh, John McCain's coming in, huh? Okay, all right. Then come find out that he was um, coming in for Thad Cochran. Thad Cochran, Cochran really didn't have a chance. He really no. didn't have a chance. Mm-mm. And uh, McDaniel was coming in, and McDaniel had – Attached himself to the Tea Party, and the Tea Party back then, man, yo, 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 I ain't talking about the Tea Party. I'm talking about the Republican Party. Y'all, y'all didn't see what you had in the Tea Party. Y'all thought the Tea Party was an enemy because the Democrats told you that the Tea Party was an enemy, and y'all, uh, uh, y'all did everything you could to hurt the Tea Party. Or allow the Tea Party to be hurt while you turn your head. You're doing the same thing to MAGA right now. You're doing the same thing to MAGA right now. You, uh, man, if we would just get away from the Democratic Party and the Republican Party, if we would just, I just stop uh, feeding the beast, stop giving them money, stop promoting them, stop. I mean, I didn't feel bad when Gmail wasn't letting some of those. Um, uh, Campaign emails come through from the GN um, from Jim. I don't care. Right. The thing about care. it is, it's not individuals aren't what aren't what fuels it. It's corporations. Yeah. And, and Wall Street. You got to get out of the Republican Party. Is what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's what you. That's the only way. I mean, these are being fed by by Sony and and Google and everything else. I mean, it, this is all corporate money, corporate and Wall Street money. You know, and, and it's sickening. Jason, what you working on? You know, I got to say, I am enjoying new Twitter. I know there's different opinions on Elon, but it's so fascinating that he's not doing everything right, but he is letting conservatives speak and the mind melting of liberals as they see like real information. Because some of these people are evil. A lot of them are evil, but some are just dumb. They just don't know that they're being lied to. Because they turn on CNN, MSNBC, even Fox News, and mm-hmm. they get one story like this Kanye West thing. You know, I mean, it came out yesterday that it was a setup, like him yeah. and Milo, and we had it on Tim Pool where he's like, "Yeah, he didn't know," and all of a sudden, like everybody on the mainstream media stopped talking about it. But on like Twitter, everybody's like, "Hey, check this out," and people are getting it shown to them. They're like, "What the heck?" You know, that nightclub shooting, Wayne pegged it. It was a lovers' quarrel, probably. Yeah. They them shot a nightclub gone from mainstream media but now 
it lives again on Twitter and people are like, Hey, let's talk about this. Why was this guy mentally ill? Like, like what's going on? And, and it's just, I, I, like I say, I'm still not sold on what's happening on the platform. Still need to build, build other platforms, but it's fun to see people normies. I call them that are just kind of somewhat, you know, plugged into the news, actually seeing stuff like Hunter Biden's laptop was real. And they're like, what the hell are you talking about? Like we had 51 security agents that said this was fake, you know? And so, yeah, I'm just, I, I think, I think that's pretty spectacular. And I got to say, shout out to Wayne Dupree. If you're on Wayne Dupree's Twitter, he posted the best question today. Do me a favor, go on there and retweet <laughs> it. He, uh, he asked the question. I don't have it qu- exactly in front of me, but it's uh, <laughs> Donald Trump said the first thing he'll do is pardon the January 6th, uh, January 6th people that are wrongly, jailed in my opinion Mm -hmm. and he said we need to ask ron desantis if he's going to do the same because i tell you what i still am giving ron a chance i know not everybody on the panel is uh but he's got to show me and he did a chance too he came came out with some some uh wisdom yesterday no 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 that's that's called political expediency don't want to don't want to hear i know i'm just saying if if he wants to try to win me over be on the steps of the D.C. jail when you declare for presidency Why and not? say the first thing I'm going to do is release yep. all the January 6th people. Yep. Day one, as soon as I take my hand and off. Pardon God, anybody, pardon anybody yes. who got convicted of sedition. And here's the list of all the government employees that were calling for violence inside the Proud Boys. Yeah, because they were the, they were the only ones calling for violence. Yeah, I mean, if you want to take a shot against the institution, there it is. Oh, there's the tweet. Give it a retweet, That's folks. That's right. A lot of people look. A lot of people agree. Donald Trump said. Donald Trump said he will pardon January 6th participants if they were locked up. If he were elected, Ron DeSantis and I ha- and I had to put that in there. You've been quiet on 2020 election. You've been you've been quiet on the January 6th investigations. Here's a question for you then. If you, if you ran in 2024, are you going to pardon George Cut? Let's put you on record. Right? Why not? I mean, if if Trump can be on record for every goddamn, I mean, if he sneezed wrong, it's going to be something against Korea. So, I mean, look, it, uh, uh, somebody came out yesterday and they said, uh, Ron, Ron Flipowski or something like that. He, he said, um, uh, Donald Trump hasn't condemned uh, uh, Kanye West and uh, DeSantis got on that train too. No, uh, yeah. Ron Ron Duplasky or something. Oh. He's a, he used to work for Ron DeSantis, and now he's a Democrat, and yep. he <laughs> and he goes after Flip Flipowski or something. Yeah, Ron Flippin. Yeah, he's got the Ukraine he, flag in his bio. So yeah, 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 yeah. He. Not too bright. I, I follow him because he knows some stuff about Ron DeSantis. <laughs> so right. you know, I, I mean, you know, and and he quit because he didn't think that DeSantis was doing right by the people of Florida during the pandemic. And um, it well, it took him a while before he uh, joined up to be a, a Democrat. But no, he used to work in um, DeSantis thing. So. I watch him. I watch him. I laugh at a whole lot of stuff. But when he got on Trump, 
about that condemning, I was like, okay, well, I tell you what, if he does condemn, will you stop attacking him? I right. said, and your answer no. is going to be no. And you ain't. So, I mean, it's almost like the time when Donald Trump condemned the, um, the KKK almost on every network. No, no, no. He condemned them. But then when he was interviewed by, interviewed by every network, every network wanted Ask him to do it again. Him well, you condemned him for network. the 35th time. Yeah. yeah it's like sickening. It was sickening. It was like, and is there one rational I'll be like, next question. Yeah. yeah. Is there one rational person in America that really thinks there's anybody that supports a KKK? I mean, it's such, like, I think we've moved past that. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, there there are out there, but yeah, uh, <laughs> I mean, you go, out, you go out in the country, man, you see some things, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know, but mean, you know, at least at least the, the the Republicans in the Senate are serious about the problems that we all face in this country. Uh, if you didn't see, they just formed uh, the new United States Senate Homosexual Caucus. Uh, they, I they, knew they, you were being oh sarcastic when you said that. <laughs> I did, <laughs> because I, I mean, was like. They, I've been with him long enough to know when he's going left on left on. I know it. The, the GOP homosexual caucus uh, just passed the, <laughs> the gay marriage act. Uh, it would be Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Shelley Moore Capito, Susan Collins, <laughs> Joni Ernst, Cynthia Loomis, Lisa Murkowski, Rob Portman, and Dan Sullivan, Tom Tillis, Todd Young, and wait for it, Mitt Romney. Oh. So right. they, they felt it necessary to cross over the aisle and support the Gay Marriage Act, which right. does nothing to protect religious freedom. Correct. Uh, it's sickening. It's a losing team, ladies and gentlemen. we got to take it over. That Romney is up for a primary in 2024. So is Barrasso from Wyoming. Wyoming, you guys know how to do this. Mm-hmm. Let's clean these ranks up or get rid of the party. One of the two. I don't see any other choice. Not if we want to get anything done or, or, or block things being done. I mean, you see things like this and you just wonder, you know, it's like, do these people live in the same world as I do? Yeah. Is anybody crying, crying out for that? I mean, nobody was even talking about that. Right. Well, and they're going to put through the big spending bills too. And they're trying to lock the spending in through next fall to, I mean, that's what he just said. What you just said is so important. This lame duck, right? This lame duck session. This is where you see the character of people. They are going to try to pass an omnibus spending bill that, that, that covers the budget through next December. Right. Wow. So the whole first year of a GOP led house of representatives is utterly worthless. It's lame duck. Yep. Lame duck. Um, since, since you brought up the homosexual thing. Um, <laughs> Men are taught that weakness is strength, that delicacy is desirable, and that being a soft metrosexual is more valuable than training the mind, body, and soul. Social media has weakened us, siphoning our men of their will to fight, to rise in a noble manner, square their jaws, and charge once more into the breach of life to defend what they love. So on this precipice of disaster, I ask the young men of this nation a question. Will you sit behind a screen while the storied tales of your forefathers become myth? Or will you stand resolute against the dying light of America's golden age? Will you reclaim your masculinity? Will you become a man to be feared, to be respected, to be looked up to? 
Or will you let this nation's next generation be its final generation? Damn. <laughs> that was, um, that was uh, Madison Cawthorn, who uh, was in a picture of him grabbing somebody's balls or some, I mean, um, somebody grabbing his pork and beans. Um, <laughs> so, Hashtag but, pork and beans. But Kevin McCarthy dispatched him, so you don't have to worry about <laughs> him. Right. You ain't going to tell what's happening up in this right. chamber. Right. You got to go. Me and Frank were there, man. You can't be doing that. <laughs> and Liz behind the door, get him. Get him. Right. Get him. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, if this is your first time watching the show, we make a joke about everybody. I don't care. Old, young, black, white, um, LGBT confused. Mentally challenged. Uh, <laughs> we are non-politically correct. Yeah. I mean, look, laughter, laughter, laughter is where it's at. Laughter keeps us young. <laughs> You ever notice Democrats never have fun? No. They really don't. They really don't. Democrats They're the unhappiest people. Yeah. Oh, Nancy Mace. Um, what do y'all think about this? Um, I'm strike again because you brought it up earlier. I don't I understand. Look, these people still aren't getting sick days, paid sick days. I thought that they were getting one day. Oh, they're but not getting then, any. Nope. But, yeah, but then somebody came and said that they aren't getting none. No paid sick days. Does anybody go around here with no paid sick days? Except, I mean, I ain't talking about part-time. I'm talking about people that have jobs that have benefits. They all have paid sick time, don't they? A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. But the I railroad always, doesn't? I always did. But the, Right, me too. But the railroad doesn't? Here's the way I feel about this. You know, I, I'm usually not a union person, not a union supporter. Right. But I started thinking about this because I live in a city where there's a lot of train activity and not as much as there used to be, but there's still a lot. And I look at, there's only two people on one of them trains. I don't care how long it is. There's only two dudes on there. Right. right? And you look at all the cargo that they're hauling on that train and you look at what a truck driver makes that has one of those cars. And he makes some substantial money. He does. He makes a lot of money. You know, why can't you pay these people? Yeah. Pay them. You got to be making, you got to be making exorbitant amounts of money. And I'm not about confiscating people making money like that. But right. your work, first of all, the country needs them. Right. Right. You know, the whole, everything in the economy is going to be hit by this. You know, pay them. If you think of all the income people make, making huge income doing things like yeah. what railway workers do, truck drivers, all that. The country doesn't function without it. Right. And if you're going to say somebody's going to make a little too much money, it should be the truck drivers, the railroad workers, yeah. all the people that actually make the country function. You want to cut some money, cut some money from academia. Right. Get some money from these colleges that have billions of dollars of endowments and still get tax money and still rob people from the middle class with their tuition. Yeah. You know, how many kids do you know that went to college and they shouldn't have? That's and, and that's what. But do you think Congress should step in? They're going to have to, man. But do you think they do you think it's right for Congress to step in? Yes. When it comes to shutting the whole to country's for, economy down. To, for, to force 
those workers to continue to. I think the ultimate solution would be that the railroad owners take care of their workers. Right. But in, in the absence of that, you can't let the railroad screech to a halt. There won't right. be no, diesel. No, no, I understand. I understand. I understand. You I, know I just, what I mean? I, I don't. I don't like it. Yeah. I don't like it, and I, I've seen the government do it when it wasn't necessary, like during the Korean War when Truman tried to take over the steel mills for the Korean War. They, we didn't need that to happen, and they, and Congress shut it down. But for the railroads, to me, the the, the culprit is the paymaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless there's something I don't know. Unless they're not making any money. If they're not making any money, they don't have it to give them. Mm. But I don't see how you're not making any money when you're hauling that much freight. I mean, it's not massive infrastructure. When's the last time you've seen somebody replace railroad tracks? Right. You know? So I've seen them cover I, them up, but not replace them. <laughs> yeah. uh, here, is, uh, here is the Republican, Nancy Mace, talking about Okay, so before 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 I go to Nancy, so are you on the side of the union or 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 yeah, on this one you're on the side of you, Jason? I, I am, Jason. You know, looking at what I've seen, and I haven't seen the whole list of demands. I think I really hate when government gets involved in any private enterprise, and mm-hmm. I think this is one of those rare cases where they should. Um, because I think it, it hurts the functionality of the country to not, I, I mean, we just can't function without railway and it seems like their demands are reasonable. I'm yet to see anybody present where their demands are unreasonable for what they're asking for. You know, this throws me back to on the pandemic, right? If, if the, con- if Congress can jump in and do this, right. To get, to keep the railroad moving. Why didn't they jump in and stop these governors or the mayors or whatnot from the from stopping supply and hurting small businesses and stuff? Why didn't Congress jump in for that? They wanted to hurt people during the pandemic. Right. right. Look at notice all you gotta do is another case of follow the money. Follow yeah. the donors' money. Guess who didn't close down? Walmart. Walmart Amazon. Amazon. Home Depot. Amazon. Yeah. PayPal. Yep. Um, okay, Nancy Meese. I can't blame to go around, but when you look at why this is happening, the labor unions are holding the American people and our economy hostage right before the holidays. That's Republicans. That's where the blame needs to be on why this is happening, why this vote is even uh, occurring when this is a private sector congrat- congrat- contractual agreement. Congress should not be voting on this today or any day in the next several days. I want to see her when the truck drivers can't get diesel. Right. Because the truck drivers is who we're going to fall back on if the railroad goes down. Yeah. Guess who moves the diesel? You see those big tank cars coming down the tracks? You know, they're, they're, they're just not going to. I don't like being on the side. I, I shouldn't say that. How can I say this? <laughs> no, because I, I, I'm conflicted a little bit. But You don't want government involved. But I know some engineers. Right. And they've told me their personal stories. They're trying to make these guys double up in a hotel room. You know, guys that are like 50, 60 years old, trying to make them sleep with somebody else. You know, separate beds, but still. Who wants to sleep with another guy you barely know? Especially somebody you work with. You know, you want to get away from them. The sick day thing. The the whole thing, I think that there's enough. 
and damn, I sound like a communist when I say this, but I think there's enough profit being made that they could cut off a little bit more for these guys. You know, treat them like the the stand-up people that they are, that are that are making the cut. You know, I remember that Norfolk Southern uh, commercial on television where the two engineers are changing. One's coming on and one's going off. And he said, hey, what are you doing, Joe? Just keeping the lights on, Fred. And he goes down the road yeah. with a coal car. The reason, yeah. Jason, the reason why I'm smiling is because I listen to Nancy Mace, and I don't agree with Nancy Mace on this one. I was watching Hutch go, no, 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 no. <laughs> She's Republican. I know. But if you just heard what Hutch said just a while ago, if you listen to everything Hutch said, listen to this and look at who's saying it. Any heart in it being only about dollars, I think it is important that there be a 24% pay raise, bonuses, no cha changes in co-pays and allowance of time off for routine procedures. But how indecent it is that they would not sit down and provide sick days in the most dangerous professions. Basically, is what it is. Basically, uh, she was going after the railroad executives for not offering laborers paid sick leave in contract negotiations. Nancy Mace, uh, donors, Norfolk Southern, <laughs> uh, BNSF. Uh, Amtrak, you know, I mean, that's what that is. You know, on the flip side, it's funny because sometimes you get these like liberal institutions like the Starbucks is going to unionize because we should make more than 18 bucks an hour. And then, you know, the company's like, okay, screw it. We'll just close the store. And then like, you'll go to the next Starbucks. It would be interesting if government doesn't get involved and all of a sudden the railway really shuts down. I mean, can you imagine just seven days of that? Like all of a sudden, people are going in the store, like, "Where's your stuff?" And like, yeah. "Oh well, there's Joe Joe Railroad." Be, I'll pay. We'll pay. Right? Oh, yeah. You got 12, yeah. Six, Twelve six days. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. That would not. We'll know take that long. for too long. The railroads ownership have made obscene profits on the backs of workers, selling out to Wall Street and its outrageous precision scheduled railroading. They've slashed jobs, increased hours, and cut corners on safety while demanding more and more from the workers. And rather than reinvesting their profits into the workers, over the past decade, they've given $150 billion in handouts to their corporate executives and wealthiest investors. It's just not right. <laughs> you know, this is... This is <laughs> This is the hallmark of Citizens United. Right. If you, if you remember that decision, <laughs> right? You've got Norfolk Southern paying the, the Republicans, and you got the railway unions paying Pelosi. Right. This is and and personally, I, I again, I don't agree <laughs> with making companies whatever, but you know, right. you right. got to pay. Get in an engine and and look at it, and you can, you don't know what to do. Right. It's not like starting your car. You know, you go in there, that's a skill, man. That's a freaking marketable skill to drive a train. So the question, Hutch, is if the strike happens, how long till they cave? As soon as they start losing too much money. Right. Just like every other strike. Yeah. Or they break it with scabs. You know, but I don't know where you're going to find people that know how say, to drive I can you get scab railway workers? I don't. I don't know. Breaking news. 
CNN's new um, CEO uh, uh, has announced that the network will start making layoffs <laughs> as part of his budget cut strategy and is expected to target hundreds of CNN employees. See you, Don. Don Lamont. Don Lamont. Our people are the heart and soul of the organization. It is incredibly hard to say goodbye to any one member of the CNN team, much less many. I recently described this process as, as a gut punch because I know that this is how it feels for all of us. Today, today, we will notify a limited number of individuals, largely some of our paid contributors, as part of a recalibrated reporting strategy. Tomorrow, we will notify impacted employees and tomorrow afternoon, what's tomorrow afternoon? Thursday. I will follow up with more details on these changes. It will be difficult. It will be a difficult time for everyone. If your job has been impacted, you will learn through an in-person meeting or, or Zoom call, depending on your um, depending on your location. In those meetings, you will receive information specific to you about notice period of any severance that you would uh, that would apply in your anticipated last day. I want to be clear that everyone who is bonus eligible will still receive their 2022 bonuses, which are determined by the company performance. I know these changes affect both our departing colleagues and those who remain, and we will have resources designed to support you. This sounds like when I got let go from my last job, they had me walk into this office with uh, human resources and some other woman with a folder for uh, uh, HIPAA or, or or some type of uh, healthcare thing and whatnot. And I was like, I don't know these people, but that folder just that that folder don't look kosher. <laughs> and it's like we gotta I let like you go. Folder. Yeah, we we gotta let you go. And while and and while you're in that meeting, they're packing you up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they they backing you up in a box. You can't go back to your seat because, you know, they're, but um, from from what from what I'm seeing, they're going after visible names. Uh, uh, so hey, lemon lemon could be out. Oh, lemon's gone. God, Jesus. They need to do uh, the same thing over at MSNBC. That place and is Fox sewer. News and Fox News. Yeah, and Fox News. You know, I, I mean, honestly, people keep watching Fox though. I know they do. They just but keep watching. I can't believe it. But actually, Fox has lost their audience too. Um, Good, right. they should. They lost me. I was looking at these numbers, ladies and gentlemen. I was looking at these numbers. Um, here it is, right here. Fox News over a year, their website has lost twenty-one percent of its um, visitors. The Washington Exam um, Newsmax has lost thirty-six percent. The Blaze has lost 41%. National Review has lost 31%. Western Journal has lost 25%. Um, Gateway Pundit has lost 30%. Daily Caller has lost 50%. This is over a year they've lost unique um, visitors to their website. I, Jason, I guess this is um, where... Everybody across the board is being um, are cut. They tuning, are they tuning out or, or are other sites gaining? You know, Wayne and I talk about that. I think two things happened over the last like 24 months. If you go back to pre-COVID, internet traffic, e-com sales, all that stuff is pretty similar and on a fairly 
if COVID didn't happen, we're on kind of a, that steady growth cycle. But if you figure the last two, three years during COVID, nobody could do anything but go on websites and stay home, stream videos. So I think some of that is the economy recorrecting where you're not, I mean, like Friday night, instead of sitting home and playing on Facebook, you're going to go play, you know, you're going to go to a restaurant or do something like that. So if you look at the historic levels of traffic and compare it to pre-COVID, I think you'll see some stuff. But uh, I think you're seeing a huge... You're seeing a huge growth, and I mean, Wayne's a prime example of it. There are alternative media sources that share stories that, A, I mean, they're biased. Everything's biased, right? But you try to highlight stories that aren't that aren't mainstream stories because if right. you go to see like how many times can these people go on msnbc and see that donald trump farted and like oh my god i can't right. believe it's the end of the world <laughs> right, I, right i mean really like there's real yeah. things happening in the world other than who donald trump had dinner with yeah and i'll tell you, you the thing about it. the thing that i like to do the most in this business is for instance on what day is today wednesday on monday i brought a story about 7,000 pedophiles being let out of California prisons after doing less than a year yeah. of felony pedophilia. And last night I walked, watched Tucker Carlson and he had the story on. So I beat him by 24 hours. I, I just like that. Nice. I, we, we did it on this show a lot of times. Yeah. 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 We do. You know, we, I, I think that, and, and thanks to uh, retired Colonel McGregor, uh, I, I think we had some of the best reporting on the Ukraine disaster of anywhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know the same way with the supply chains and, and different things that we've covered over the years, and Afghanistan too. Afghanistan too. Yeah, yeah. just numerous things. And it's, you know, you you look at when I look at journalism today, it's so freaking lazy. One thing I can't stand, I can't stand when there's a title of a story and I click on it, and somebody copied and pasted tweets. It's like <laughs> right. you got to you got to be kidding me. Doesn't anybody know how to write? Yeah. You know, you, you got to put the actual screenshot of the tweet on there. I don't want to. I don't want to read that. I'd go to Twitter if I wanted to read that. Breitbart minus sixty three percent. Town Hall minus fifty two percent. Red State minus seventy one percent. Daily Signal minus seventy six percent. CNS News minus seventy nine percent. The Predators minus seventy uh, minus sixty seven percent. Twitchy. Minus thirty five percent. The um, um, the Washington Examiner plus twenty nine percent. That's a freaking never Trump or Rhino freaking paper there. Epcot Times plus thirteen percent. That's a pay oh, yeah. per view. But Daily Wire of all the ones that I name, high I um, mid mid to high double digit minuses. Daily Wire, my. Uh, minus five percent. Daily Wire. That's Ben Shapiro, ladies and gentlemen. I still, I still believe. Oh, uh, Marjorie Taylor Green now condemns uh, Nick Fuentes. Oh, Why do they feel they have to do that, Ben? I don't know. Hey, can we do the? Did you see the Elon Musk election tweet, Wayne? If we're doing breaking news, what for DeSantis? Uh, no, so. Somebody, there was a story going on about Twitter not being safe on Reuters. Somebody replied that Twitter has shown itself not to be safe for the past 10 years and lost users' trust. 
pass team of trust and safety is a disgrace, rah, rah, rah. Elon Musk, 44 minutes ago, replies and said, exactly. The obvious reality, as longtime users know, is that Twitter has failed in its trust and safety for a very long time and has interfered in elections. Twitter 2.0 will be far more effective, transparent, and even-handed. That's why it's going to go away. Yeah. Right. 43 minutes ago, Elon Musk admitted that but, Twitter interfered with elections. And 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 I know... <laughs> Look, I just, I just wish he didn't have to. I just wish he didn't have to comment on everything. I just right. wish. Let me tell you why I said what I said, just real quick, and then I'll shut up. Oh yeah. When it says Twitter interfered in elections, let me translate that. The FBI went to Twitter and told them right. what to do, and they did it. So now he did. He just slapped the FBI. Oh the yeah. CIA. The government. Yeah. yeah, the government. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and same thing with Facebook. But we all yes. knew that. And Google, right. We all knew that. They I mean, they they suppressed, they they shadow banned, they got Here's rid the of thing, us. Though. We know normies that. don't know that. And that's we what I keep that. saying about this Twitter thing. Elon Musk has however many million followers. Most a lot of them are lefties that that bought into the Green New Deal and electric cars. And Elon Musk saying that is gonna make normal people who don't realize all this is happening. They don't care. Huh? They won't care. Liberals don't care if we are suppressed or, or I look. A lot of them are leaving now because they no, think conservatives don't care either. Well, yeah, but a lot of them they think that we're getting a hand up from Elon Musk, so you know they're going over to Mastodon or some other thing, while others are creating havoc on Twitter. They're creating accounts and stuff and everything. They don't care that. Elon put this thing out here that, oh, guess what? Yeah, I have proof now that um, Twitter interfered in like, We already knew that. We knew that. And everybody knew that, too. They just turned ahead. The thing is, is that we're the weird ones. Right. right? We're, the, we're the weird ones. Nobody pays attention to this stuff like we do, man. <laughs> and, Facebook, and Facebook was worse. Facebook was worse than Twitter. Oh, Facebook paid millions, you know, to throw the election. I mean, Facebook threw it in your face. There was a, a stat that came out and it said, uh, if you have this many likes or whatnot, they know you oh, better yeah. than oh, your, scary. Yeah. but right. if you have this amount, they know you better than this. They, they went all the way up to a certain amount to say, we know you better than yourself. You know, that's scary. And isn't it funny how you're browsing and all of a sudden you wanted, you were thinking about that tackle box and there's a freaking right. tackle box ad right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you can have fun with that. I I keep trying to talk to my wife about what she wants <laughs> yeah, for yeah. what she wants for Christmas. You know, with my phone sitting there, so that all of a sudden my Facebook feed will show me. <laughs> oh, you want a Coach Purse? Oh, hey, look, I got a Coach Purse hat. <laughs> but she won't tell me what she wants for thank for Christmas. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, that you know what gift card, yeah. right? Yeah. I used to house passes Biden back bill to avert railroad strike. Ooh. That's wrong, man. They're going to mess around and start sabotaging them trains. You know what? I th- that's why I said, I mean, <laughs> this, look, they're already pissed off. Now they're yeah. pissed off that you're forcing them then to accept <laughs> something that they don't want. And these ain't these ain't no diabetes guys either. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm saying. You yeah, these are rugged. Yeah, these are rugged boys. These are rugged boys. Yeah. I mean. 
you have white dudes that are black that are on this thing, boy. They, they, I mean, you see them working down there. You see them working down it. Yo, bro. Oh, shoot. It, that's old. Oh, hey, hey, Jerry, how you doing? What's, what's going on? Either way, um, it's just something to watch. I just, I just think, again, if they can force them to accept this, they, then, then, then they should have been able to force um, the, uh, a different situation, different results out from the pandemic, and they didn't. You know, and plus, we've said it on the show: Americans don't like to be forced into doing nothing. They don't. They don't like to be forced. Don't force them into getting no jab because then they're gonna protest. Don't. Uh, or <laughs> don't force them into doing. A, uh, don't force them to uh, into giving up their freedoms and stuff. Or you have January six. Um, <laughs> oh man. Oh man. Kevin McCarthy's coming out now. He's showing up at the border. Um, um, Jr. He's showing up at the border. He's he's really trying to make. He's really trying to. They're really saying to the right things. things now. The question is, are they going to do anything about it? And I mean, I think history shows that they won't. And yeah. he'll come back and say we got too slim of a majority or whatever we're going to do. That's why that funding bill is so important, though. If you think there's any chance the House gets anything done, it's going to be where they can leverage the, the spending bill next year. So if the Democrats pass, like they're going to set the budget for the whole next year. So the House won't be able to do anything. So make sure you talk to your Congress people. They have to stop that funding bill. There's no reason they should fund it that far out. Just just so everybody knows, uh, the House Freedom Caucus went to the House leadership, Kevin McCarthy and Scalise and all them, and said they had 12 rules they wanted to change, rules that would put the Congress, put the House back in its normal operating mode with right. budgets and amendments and people able to voice their opinions against things, all the rules that went out the door during the Bush administration, right? And they would only come back with two of them. They're not the, the people in the GOP leadership are not they're not serious people. I say I say go for it. Take take McCarthy out. Right. Go for it. Mike Lindell, Speaker of the House. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just let's see. Who did this? Archie. Okay. Um I'm trying to find it. Uh, last thoughts, Jason. Uh, well, I, I've got a couple things. Yeah. Uh, one, like, comment, share. We need the Wayne Dupree Army. We started the show talking about it. It's free, only takes a minute, and uh, it helps us beat big tech that we're talking about. Uh, second thing, this is an exclusive for you that you watching the podcast, and Wayne, I dropped the link in the private chat if you can put it on the comments. Since today's yeah. hat day, we are debuting the Donald Trump 45th president winter beanie and you as part of the wayne dupree army can get one free plus shipping uh it'll be on the waynedupree.com store in a couple days uh but they just got these back in stock they're stylish and warm so if you live in minnesota and if you have male pattern baldness so you need to keep your head warm they will, uh, <laughs> they, will they will help you out but uh, these things are selling super fast uh we started dropping them on a couple social pages today and uh yeah they're going nuts so 
go to the Wayne Dupree store and he'll share the link and the image. So uh, thanks a lot. And uh, thanks for everybody tuning in. We certainly appreciate it. You yeah, know, um, oh, good. Yeah, no, no, no. I got no, I, I got to I got to show you this, too, um, because and the only reason why is because I want to see what y'all have to say about it. Um, let's see right here. Marjorie Taylor Greene just tweeted, I refuse to allow the Uniparty to choose the Speaker of the House and lose the opportunity to subpoena, investigate, and block the Democrats America, uh, Democrats America last agenda. Our GOP conference must unite behind must Speaker Elect. <laughs> uh, she he promised her something, but I, I don't know if it's that she hasn't been in Congress long enough, but he's gonna stab her right in the back. They always do. They always do. They always do. But she's losing you know, a lot of credibility with people to saying that stuff. I've seen a whole lot of responses that just just backed up what you said. A lot of people are starting to question her. Like, wait a minute, woman, why don't you right. do what Matt Gates is? I mean, you toured with Matt Gates. Matt Gates is firm. I ain't now. No, I ain't for him today. I ain't for him yesterday, and I'm not yep. going to be for him tomorrow. For tomorrow, exactly. So. Yes. She just know, got divorced, maybe, you know. <laughs> She's hanging with him and Frank. <laughs> when I first saw her, I thought she was a Democrat. So, um, Hutch. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, had a good time uh, talking about some things, bantering stuff about. Uh, keep your head down. We'll be back tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget to visit waynedupree.com click on that shop button like jason told you you can i a lot check out there's a lot of things on it that's actually free there's a lot of things that we are offering free to you you just go shipping and handling um and i don't want y'all to forget uh my pillow well yeah my pillow because we showed you one thing earlier we got another Hello, thing. I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm here to tell you about my new product from my pillow. Towels that actually work. Watch this absorbency test. Here's another towel that we randomly went out and bought. Here's one of my towels with a nice design. I don't know if you can see this, but you could line a swimming pool with this. This is crazy. Get rid of it. Towels that actually work. The new MyPillow towels are exclusively made with 100% USA combed cotton with proprietary technology and with maximum absorbency. They dry you faster and are guaranteed to work. I'm interrupting this commercial right now. Retailers have canceled MyPillow. And to thank you for all your support, I'm going to pass the savings directly on to you. Go to MyPillow.com to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. For example, you get my dog beds for as low as $19.99 or for a limited time you can get my six-piece towel sets regularly $109.99 now only $39.99 the lowest price ever with your promo code and we got official combed cotton oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) you work hard for your money you try not to spend it on stuff you don't like right but are the businesses you shop with sending their profits to liberal causes that you would never support you don't have to spend your money with them anymore Mammoth Nation created an easy way to make sure the brands you shop from also love America. We vetted your favorite companies, made sure they love freedom, and put them in one spot for you with discounts. 
Join Mammoth Nation, conservative values, conservative products for good folks like you. You've been listening to the award-winning Wayne Dupree podcast. Keeping it real. Keeping it real. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. We broadcast every Monday through Thursday from noon till one. You can download the podcast on most podcast platforms. And be sure to visit WayneDupree.com to stay up on breaking news. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.